Did you know that foxes can grow extra tails to helicopter themselves around? No? That's probably because it only happens in video games. In this digital realm, foxes can even walk upright and pilot a combat spaceship. Thankfully, these two particular evolved vulpes fight for the good guys because we all know just how cunning they can be. Whether they are assisting a sonic hedgehog or piloting a supersonic spacecraft, you can bet there's some fascinating lore behind these sly creatures. So, wind up your tails and spark that ignition because we're taking off for an adventure. This is Video Game Lore. Welcome to Video Game Lore, the podcast where I reveal the foxy lore regarding your favorite video games, the most beloved characters, magical items, and mystical worlds. I'm your host and self-proclaimed ludologist, Matt Varish. Thank you for joining me. Today's episode is Flights of Fancy Foxes. This is easily my favorite title on multiple levels, though I'll let you guess as to why. Anthropomorphic characters in video games date back to the advent of arcades and home consoles. Donkey Kong, King Koopa, Sonic the Hedgehog, Earthworm Jim, Yoshi, and even those cutesy Pokemon are just a fraction of Noah's digital arc. Talking humanoid animals are a mainstay of video games. And why not? How else would we fly if not through foxes? Two foxes in particular have their pilot's licenses. Fox McCloud and Tails have been airlifting the hearts of gamers for close to 30 years, mine being one of them. While I grew up mostly a Nintendo diehard, Sega's flagship series, Sonic the Hedgehog, appealed to me as well, especially when Tails helicoptered himself into the sequel. Sonic may be ridiculously fast, but there's no denying that Tails' gift of flight was superior to his partner's earthbound abilities. I openly admit that I'm a giant fan of the original Star Fox for the Super Nintendo. I also admit that, initially, I was less than impressed with the game. Perhaps it was its steep difficulty, or maybe it was the learning curve of having to pilot a chunky 3D polygonal jet on Nintendo's brand new Super FX technology. Whatever the reason, I put Star Fox on my shelf for a good month or two. I'm not sure what happened in that time, but when I popped that cartridge into my SNES for another try, I was hooked. To this day, I occasionally hum the stage music from Star Fox while driving or doing chores. I highly recommend to listen to that soundtrack. These are chiptunes at their finest. Video game music appreciation aside, I'm here to take you into the skies and stars and show you how foxes learn to fly. A little history. The early 90s was ruled by the titans of the 16-bit consoles, Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. While Mario was duking it out with Sonic for the crown, creative minds were preparing to unleash the next batch of memorable characters. In late 1992, the highly anticipated sequel to Sonic the Hedgehog was released, and gamers were introduced to Sonic's new sidekick, Tails. Needless to say, Sonic 2 was a giant success, and it almost single-handedly launched Sega past Nintendo in the industry. While our cute and furry little flying fox friend might have played second fiddle to his spiky blue counterpart, his legacy is undeniable. Tails is based on the Japanese spirit Kitsune, which translates as fox. More on that later. Tails is a stylized version of his canid counterpart. He stands and walks on his hind legs and has two bushy tails. Sweet-natured and humble, Tails admires Sonic, assisting the Blue Hedgehog in his fight against Dr. Robotnik. He is both a pilot and mechanic and could use his twin tails to propel him forward at great speeds. His tails are used to helicopter him through the sky, occasionally life-flighting his teammate in times of need. 
What I never knew about Tails was that his name is actually a nickname. Would you be shocked to learn that his real name is Miles Prower? Miles per hour. Get it? Sega of Japan preferred this moniker, but Sega of America felt Tails was the more appropriate name. The two sides eventually came to a consensus and decided to keep both. Miles Tails Prower doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. I think I'll stick with Tails. Fox McCloud, whose name is a reference to Connor McCloud of Highlander, is a personal favorite of mine. He might not have twin tails, but he certainly knows how to fly. Created by the one and only Shigeru Miyamoto, Fox is the leader of Team Star Fox, a group of four pilots who fly fighter ships known as R-Wings. Like Tails, Fox McCloud is a bipedal anthropomorphic fox. He wears a green jumpsuit with a gray jacket, gloves, a red scarf, a belt with his emblem engraved on it, and a communication device stationed on his head. His personality is akin to Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. During the production of Star Fox, and prior to Fox being a fox, Miyamoto considered several animal alternatives. Here's an amusing list of unused names. Star Wolf. Not bad. Star Sheep. Um, Star Sparrow. That's a little better. And Starhawk. Wasn't that an 80s cartoon? Miyamoto eventually settled on Star Fox after visiting a shrine in Kyoto dedicated to the deity Inari Okami, which is associated with foxes. More on this later as well. Seeing as I already covered Sonic the Hedgehog and Friends in an earlier episode, I wanted to briefly focus my attention on Star Fox's secondary characters. While Fox McCloud is the most recognizable of Team Star Fox, his three trusted Arwing companions are also well known. Falco Lombardi is Fox McCloud's cranky blue falcon friend and wingman. Slippy Toad is the mechanic sidekick who is a constant croaking annoyance. Peppy Hare is Fox's long-eared mentor and member of the previous Star Fox team. Andros is the gorilla arch-nemesis to Fox McCloud. His obsession with engine and biotechnology drove him to madness. That's quite a cast of characters, though I barely scratched the surface of Star Fox. I suggest you play the many games to discover it all. And speaking of discovery, I'm ready to take flight into the mythology of foxes. So... Without further ado, let's explore the lore. Cunning and trickery often describe the fox in folklore. Hence the terms outfoxed, sly as a fox, and fox guarding the hen house. Sometimes foxes appear as familiars, supernatural entities that assist witches and cunning folk in their practice of magic. There's that word again, cunning. In real life, foxes are merely adorable creatures trying to live their lives in the constant balancing act that is nature. But there are no foxes that can fly in our world, and being cunning and a trickster doesn't explain how Nintendo and Sega decided to give this canid wings. So how did Fox McCloud and Tails come to be? One answer, Inari Okami. This patron is the Japanese kami, or Shinto spirit, of foxes, fertility, rice, tea and sake, agriculture and industry, and general prosperity and worldly success. To further complicate things, Inari is often associated with the fox spirit Kitsune and can take its form, though Shinto and Buddhist priests discourage it. I was unable to discover a reason as to why. Stay with me. I promise to try and make sense of this. Inari Okami is depicted as male, female, and even as an androgynous, enlightened figure. While Inari can take the form of a fox, in essence, this mythological figure is humanoid in appearance. Typically, Inari guides its fox spirits to appear to others as messengers. These kami are generally a good omen, though not all depictions are presented as such. And that's where Kitsune comes in. Kitsune, 
are a type of yokai, or supernatural demon in Japanese folklore, that possess superior intelligence, long life, and magical powers. As mentioned earlier, kitsune translates as fox spirit, though they aren't ghosts. Spirit is used to reflect a state of knowledge or enlightenment. All long-lived foxes are believed to gain supernatural abilities. Some of these abilities are as follows, generating fox fire in their tails to mislead travelers, invisibility, appearing at will in dreams, creating illusions, draining life force from humans, and, of course, flying. They are most famous for their ability to shapeshift and change into humans. There are many stories of men marrying foxes. I guess I finally understand why women are referred to as foxy. There are two types of kitsune. Zenko, which literally means good fox, are benevolent celestial foxes associated with the Nari Okami. Yako, meaning field fox, tend to be mischievous or even malicious. Both have the ability of possession. Remind me to never look a fox in the eyes. While there may be two types of kitsune, most of what I researched tended to be focused on tricksters and mischief. Stories tell of them playing tricks on overly proud samurai, greedy merchants, and boastful commoners, while the crueler ones abuse poor tradesmen and farmers or devout Buddhist monks. Their victims are usually men. Women tend to be possessed. Kitsune do not share human morality, and an attempt at a good gesture could adversely affect someone else, i.e. bringing stolen goods or money to someone in need. This trickster mentality translates into misfortune for men when kitsune shapeshift into women and seduce them into marriage. Wow, I love foxes as much as the next person, but all this research has cautioned me into thinking twice about spending too much time around them in zoos or the wild. I'll just stick to playing one in video games. And so, we land at the tail end of another journey into lore. The mystical fox has revealed to us its many whiskered faces, and for that we are all the wiser. Foxes may be amazing creatures to admire from afar, but it's best we leave them be. You never know what ill fortune they may impart, especially those flying ones. While foxes may not ride disguise in real life, there are flying foxes. They just happen to be giant bats. Pleasant dreams! Thank you for listening to this episode of Video Game Lore. If you liked what you heard, I implore you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download and listen to your favorite shows. I would truly appreciate the gesture. Video Game Lore is brought to you by Night Apple Creations, a multimedia production company from the minds of yours truly and Stephanie Varish. It specializes in books, art, videos, and audio. Stop on by and have a look around at nightapplecreations.com, where you can find the link to my podcast website. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at VG Lore Podcast. That's the letters V as in video, G as in game, Lore Podcast. You can find this information in the episode notes of your podcast app. Thanks again, and until next time, when I provide for you some more lore on your favorite video games, namely a kid named Pit, keep on playing. I'm Matt Varish, and this is Video Game Lore. (laughs) 